ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930 present The Drive. It is Thursday, October 6th. Welcome into The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. Thanks for being a part of today's broadcast. We are here until 6 o'clock. Get a full night for you because coming up after the show and about an hour thereafter, it's going to be the Coach Huff Show. That's coming up tonight. We'll go on the air 7.05 and then at 8 o'clock we have got Thursday night football. The Colts taking on the Broncos. That's coming up tonight, 8 o'clock. You can listen to it on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. And don't forget, you can't watch this on regular TV. So if you want to keep tabs on this game, you want to listen to this game, you want to know what's going on, you don't have Prime, and a lot of you don't. We got it for you right here on ESPN 94.1. And AM 930. So yesterday we weren't here. We had baseball. It was the final day of the regular season. So we've got baseball playoffs coming up for you. Uh, we're going to have that sprinkled into a lot of things we're doing this weekend between baseball, between football, Thundering Herd next week, high school football tomorrow night. We've got a lot going on for you this weekend. There's no Marshall this weekend. So I'm trying to get used to that, adjust to that a little bit. I'm okay with the Wednesday game, though. I'm actually I'm looking forward to it just because Saturday, it's going to be interesting for me. I'm going to either maybe watch some college football that I haven't had a chance to do that as much as I would like to. So watch a couple games live. Maybe I'm going to take care of some errands, do a few things like that. I don't think the, the Wednesday game is totally bad sometimes. Now, for you, if you're Jones in for football, I get it. 100% get it. You, you, you work all week and you want to go see the herd play on a Saturday, and that's not going to be the case. Uh, we're going to hear from Coach Huff a little bit later on. He's going to talk about the crowd. Crowd was not what you would like it to be against Gardner Webb. Is that going to change? Will herd fans show up and support the herd? Will you come out on a Wednesday night? The text line is open now. It's 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. That's our text line. You coming out to the game on Wednesday? I know we, we got about a few days for you to make your mind up, but are you coming out on the on Wednesday? And then don't forget, on Thursday, we've got the basketball event that's going to be taking place downtown. It's going to be uh, right across from Pullman Square. We'll have more details on that next week, but that's going to be pretty cool. They've got an outdoor court. It's going to be a fan event, first time. You know, I think they've done that ever. You get a chance to see the herd, both the men's and women's team, so that's pretty cool. And that's all coming up on Thursday next week. So we, it, we're we making up for it at least. We've got Marshall football on Wednesday. We've got basketball on Thursday, so we're making up for it all. Get a chance to come out. Hopefully it's going to be beautiful weather. I know – Talking about the weather sometimes is that's kind of that's kind of that's kind of passe. But we got beautiful weather right now. I'm hoping that stays that way for at least a couple of weeks, especially with the Louisiana game on a Wednesday night and then the Thursday event. So I'm hoping we get to keep this weather just for a couple more weeks. So if, if that's the case, I'm looking forward to. You know, seeing a lot more of you Wednesday and then seeing a lot more of you on Thursday because we're going to do the show from, from Pullman Square. So I'm going to be down there from 5 to 6, 
take care of uh, doing our show. Looking forward to it. I'm not sure yet what I can expect, so I'm going to be as surprised as you, and that's not a bad thing. So I'm kind of looking forward to it just because I don't know what what's going to happen. But I think there's going to be a lot of things to do, a lot of things for the kids to do, as well as seeing the herd, get autographs, things like that. So it should be fun. But football is going to be the priority next week. As we've got comments from Coach Huff. We're going to hear from him. And as I alluded to, the crowd's going to be a thing. The Wednesday night game, it's going to be a thing. How many herd fans are going to show up? How many fans are going to – how many students – that's a big question for me. How many students are going to show up? I'm not trying to rail on the students. Just years past, student participation has just been terrible. I don't know if there's ever been too many seasons or a real good season where you're thinking to yourself, if there were only more seats available for the students, if there were only more – Spots for the students because they're here. And I don't think you're going to have that most of the time. I think a Wednesday night, I would hope you'd have more student participation. Absolutely, it's a Wednesday night. But again, here's some of the problems. It's, it's a nighttime game on a Wednesday night. Students also have class. Students also commute to Marshall. Marshall's a commuter university. It's because it's it's nearby. It's affordable. It's not in the middle of nowhere. So if you go to school at Marshall, you can probably get back home. Wherever home is within a certain radius. It's different. If you're a student in, in Boone, North Carolina, you're probably... You're probably staying in Boone, North Carolina. You're not just you're not taking off for home that easily. I would imagine. And it's not a knock on Boone. They've got a beautiful campus or app state, but you know that's gonna be a factor against this crowd coming up on Wednesday. Then as I've mentioned before, if you you weren't with us on, on previous days, let me go over it again. You've got kids, right? Okay, I got kids. Can't keep them out late. I work. Can't stay out late. Got to be up early. It's going to be on TV. I can watch it on TV, get ready, get ready for the next day. I'm an out-of-town fan. Love to see the herd. Love to drive into Huntington and watch the herd. Can't do this. I can't drive out of town, come to see the game, and then leave, go back home, and get back in time for work or whatever obligation. Definitely can't bring the family. Can't bring the kids. It's not like summer. And you plan those trips for baseball games. You have less of an obligation for a few things. And sometimes you take off a couple of days, you know, make a weekend series of it. You know, sometimes you can maybe – and Cincinnati's not that far to drive. So, it, again – I'm not talking about those who are just immediate, a couple of hours, give or take. You know, that's kind of doable. You get home a little later, but that's not pushing it. But there are herd fans that will travel from all over. And so this is going to be tough on them. But that's where a lot of people in the immediate area that love the herd might have to step up because Coach Huff is expecting 
30,000 plus. He is expecting capacity. He expects capacity every time. So we'll hear his thoughts on that. He talked a little bit about Louisiana. The champs are coming. Got to be ready. The champs are coming. So we'll hear his thoughts. We'll get your text in, 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. We're going to talk about the champs, the reigning, defending Sunbelt Conference champions, Louisiana, coming to Jones C. Edwards Stadium. Coach Huff, his comments about that when we continue on this edition of The Drive. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. I got a few Coach Huff comments today I want to share with you. And again, all these comments are eligible for grading as we always grade the press conference. Welcome back to The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. Text line is open, 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. So you can grade the press conference. Continuing with our grading today is Coach Huff addressing the media. When he spoke about Louisiana, he spoke about championship DNA. Now, what that really means is... They've got a culture. Those players, they're used to success. They expect success. They know how to achieve success. So when he talks about championship DNA, he's talking about that. But when he was asked about his thoughts on Louisiana, you don't look at their record. You look at their film, right? That's that's what Coach has been saying. He doesn't look at records. He looks at film. But – he pointed out, just made sure that um, that we all remembered that they're still the champs. Well, they're they're the defending Sunbelt champs, so they got championship DNA. I don't care what their record says, um, and and that's where our program we've got to get to. Regardless of what your record says, you have championship DNA, and and that's what they have. Uh, when you put on the film, you don't see the record. Um, and I think that's a positive, you know, for our guys. Um, what you see is guys making plays on both sides of the ball. Uh, what you see is a team that has experience. Um, if you look at all of their games, they're in them all the way down to the end. Um, if you look at the games that they've won um, in the past, bowl game, early in the season, um, they've come from behind um, in situations where teams that don't have championship DNA may fold and say, oh, we're behind a couple <laughs> scores, we're, you know, we're behind whatever it may be. Um, but when you look at them, you don't see the record. Um, you see a team that's won the conference. You see a team that's won the conference multiple times. Um, you also see a team that understands how to play in these types of seasons. You know, um, In their history, they've been in situations before where they didn't just go undefeated all the way through. They've been in situations where they've had to battle back. So um, their experience um, leads us to believe and respect their process. Uh, what we've got to do is we've got to make sure that we focus on fixing everything we need to fix and being consistent in the things we're really good at. Because there's a lot of things we do really, really well. Um, and I think a lot of times coaches always look at the negative or what we don't do. Uh, we've got to be able to do those things really, really well against a championship opponent. 
what does the herd really do well? Running the ball. That's that's one that you focus on a lot. Kalen Laburn, running the ball. Very good there. Need to protect the quarterback better. That's a negative, or at least that's a deficiency. That's something that you need to focus on. But what does Marshall do really well? I think the defense is performing really well. Maybe gave up some passing yards in a game or two, but keeping teams out of the end zone. So focusing on how do you beat Louisiana? Well, I think keeping them out of the end zone is going to give you a chance. If you can keep them out of the end zone, you can trade touchdowns for field goals. I think you're going to win. I know that seems cliche, but I would rather Louisiana get a field goal and then Marshall go get a touchdown. So hopefully the defense can continue on. It was asked of Coach about, is this a revenge game? And let me let me start by saying, If you look at the makeup of this team, a lot of these players have zero interaction with Louisiana. It's not a revenge game, in my mind, for a lot of the players. Is it an important game? Yes, a lot of these kids remember this game that were on the team. Is it important for the fans? Absolutely, it's important for the fans. So, revenge games are more for the fans, I think, than the players. I don't think that Henry Columbia is sitting there going, I got to get revenge. I got to avenge that loss last year. He just wants to go out and win the game. So, when the question was asked if this was a revenge game, Coach explained these kids are kids. There are kids who remember, but the makeup of this team is different. This is not last year's team, so there are not last year's expectations and issues attached to this team. This team is its own team. Coach Huff will explain. No, I mean, I, obviously the, these guys, again, they're, they're human, so they have memory, um, but it's a totally different team. You know, This team's identity is totally different from last year's identity, and that's not positive or negative. Uh, with every season, every story is a different chapter, if that makes sense. So the things, the position we were in at the end of the year last year, we're not in that position anymore. A lot of the players that were even in New Orleans um, are not here anymore. Um, you know, positive and negative transfers, uh, guys graduating, moving on. Um, do we have remembrance? Do we have memory? Yeah. Um, is it a revenge or payback? No, because the goals and identity of this team are different than the goals and identity of that team. Um, so, again, I think it's about going out every day and preparing really well for a really good opponent, uh, playing really, really hard, um, and then executing. I think, obviously, the experience of playing a team like that helps you prepare no different than, you know, we played another Sunbelt team last year. That helps us prepare. Um, but I don't know about revenge or, or get back. I think it's totally two different teams, two different worlds. Uh, maybe different if you play them – week one and then you play them in the championship, I think that may be different. Um, but the identities of those two teams are, are, are different, if that makes sense. Made sense to me. It's one thing if it's a rivalry. You are competitive with a team. Every year you have a rivalry. Marshall and Kentucky using soccer as an example. In soccer, 
there's a rivalry there because both programs have had success against each other or one another. As far as revenge, it's one thing you want to get after that team. It's a rivalry. Yeah, we want to get those guys. We don't want to lose to them. As far as revenge is concerned, I think that's a, a little too granular. Now, for you, it might be revenge because on Saturday, you lose to a team, and you, you, you're, that sits with you for a year if it's a recurring opponent. That sits for you. I mean, really, that sits hard on you. You're, Marshall ruined your weekend losing to this team. This team ruined your weekend losing. I mean, Bowling Green ruined your weekend. Troy ruins your weekend. Or Marshall, because Marshall didn't play up to what Marshall should have played up to. Ruins your weekend. But you know, Western Kentucky beating Marshall with a two-point conversion years ago. Only blemish on what was a perfect season for the Thundering Herd. Yeah, you remember that. You want to get back at them. But... I don't know if this is a revenge game, but hopefully it's a rivalry game. It'll become a rivalry game where you know you want to get after them, they want to get after you. These kids like playing each other. Because, yeah, honestly, I don't think that that's the right mindset. The rivalry aspect is one thing. The revenge, it just doesn't clock. Should be a good game, though, I hope. I mean, with that said, the fans want revenge. I get that. The fans will feel revenge will feel good if Marshall beats Louisiana. Marshall fans will feel much better. And your your midweek won't be ruined. And you can have a great weekend. You can go into the weekend happy. Get over the hump. Wednesday, how would you like to end your Wednesday happy on a, a great note and then head into the weekend feeling good for at least a week and a half before the next game? I would. Hopefully that happens on Wednesday. Coach talked about the the extra time, how the herd's getting ready. The thing about the Sun Belt is the Sun Belt makes sense. How the Sun Belt handles its business, I've been very happy with. As a member of the media, for you as fans, maybe you don't see some of the things I see, some of the things that you see, enjoy. You know, maybe it, it I don't bother with it as much. But the schedule, you look at, okay, one team doesn't come in with an advantage over the other. So the Sun Belt's not out to get Marshall, or the Sun Belt's not out to get Louisiana. So it makes sense. Both teams have adequate time to prepare for the game. But Coach was asked about the preparation. You know, is there you know, any advantage there you know, and, and having that extra time? And he discussed – and he was quite candid. He doesn't know what they do, but these are some of the things that he focuses on as he uses the extra time. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I, I don't know their schedule. You know, I don't know how they maximize their schedule. Um, I think we got to focus on what we can do. I think the beauty of it is from a conference standpoint, um, they've made the schedule kind of balanced. You know, I think one team would feel a little um, undermanned or uh, at a disadvantage if you had to play Saturday and turn around and play Wednesday. Um, but I don't know if there's an advantage or disadvantage to it. Um, you know, I know the advantages for us is that we get an opportunity coming off a win to really dive into the things we need to correct from last game. 
um, the things we need to look at from, you know, where we are in week six. You know, what do we do well? What can we build off of? Um, I don't think you need to start planning 10 days in advance for, for an opponent because I think sometimes, um, especially coaches, the more time you have, the, the more you try and come up with or do, and you really overload the players. Um, so I think managing the time uh, in between the two games is, is ultra important. Um, I, I, I don't think there's an advantage, you know, one way or the other. I think the conference did a really good job in making sure that, you know, both of us came in on the same amount of days, you know, not to put one team at a disadvantage. Um, but for us, it's, it's managing. You're still going to have three, three and a half, four days of preparation like you would, you know, any other week. Um, and again, that goes back to keeping the routine the same. Um, I wouldn't want players to say, well, all of a sudden we're spending 10 days on this group and three or four days on the next. So you got to be able to manage it. You know, I think there's some things that we can do uh, from a preparation standpoint. I mean, they're not, you know, they're not robots. They probably are watching film. They're probably kind of getting an idea of who's who. But as far as, you know, period one, are we talking about, you know, their front coverage blitzes? No. Um, but I do think managing the time is important. Managing the time, not spending every waking moment on Louisiana. That set off alarms in your head. Oh, no, what, what are you doing, coach? You need to spend every single moment focusing. What are you doing, coach? Or are you, are you like me? Like, okay, got a plan. We're going to execute the plan. We're going to manage the time. Not going to overload these kids. We're going to prepare like it's uh, it's keep it consistent. Prepare properly as as you would for any other opponent. Not going to try to do something that is going to be detrimental. Not overthink it. What do you think? I think he's right where he needs to be. Should he be spending more time? Spending less time doing other things? What? How do you think he's balancing his time? How do you feel about that? 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. Finally, let's talk about the crowd. We've talked about it before. We'll talk about it again. We'll talk about it until I retire. The crowd. You should know by now, if you are new to me, you know, I've said this. It's not my job to sell tickets. It's absolutely not my job to sell tickets. I'll tell you the tickets are on sale. I'll tell you all the great promotions. I'll tell you about how you can get to the game, when the game is, why you should come early and see me on Thunder Street, why you should do all this. But I'm at the point now where it's not my job to sell tickets to you. But I will tell you why it's advantageous for you as a fan base, as a fan, why it's important to be at the game. I'll tell you that. Looks good on TV. How would you like to tune in? Okay, hey, you know, Marshall's playing Louisiana. Coach Huff's recruiting me. I'm going to tune in. I'm going to check out Marshall. I'm going to see what Marshall's all about. Wow, nobody's there. 9,000, huh? crowd looks really, really empty. Do I want to play there? Okay, that's just one example. That's one example. But you're on TV on a Wednesday night. People tune in, don't see anybody. People are laughing at you because you got the 
get the end zone tarped and you're not even filling the stadium up at that point. Not selling tickets. Gate revenues down. It's a bad look. It really is a bad look. If that stadium is empty on a Wednesday, there's not a close-to-capacity crowd, that's going to be a bad look on TV, on ESPN, Marshall and Louisiana. So being at the stadium has has its reasons to benefit the team. But you have your reasons for not showing up or not going, and you also have your reasons why you want to go. Coach Huff, on the other hand, he thinks the stadium is. Uh, he thought the stadium was actually uh, was actually full for the game against Gardner Webb. I'll let him explain. It was thirty thousand four seventy five there Saturday, right? You did. You didn't hear him. Something, something like that. Yeah, I mean, no, they got there was it was a little. They got caught in the parking lot a little bit, but I mean, I heard them. I, I heard them. I counted every ticket after the game. It was thirty thousand four seventy five. I expect thirty thousand four seventy five on Wednesday night. Um, I don't know how they're going to handle the traffic out on 3rd and 4th Avenue because, I mean, it should be bumper to bumper. Um, it should be great. Um, and, and, again, the only thing I can do is expect, you know, the fans the, the fans that say they're committed to the program to show up just like they would any other um, Saturday. It's a little bit different for us, you know, and this is one of the things I talked about, um, you know, when we made this move into the Sun Belt. You know, it's a little bit different because you are going to be playing some Wednesday night games, some Thursday night games, some Friday night games. So we've got to adapt. And we haven't had that here for, for a few years where we had to actually play at home on a Wednesday or Thursday night. Um, it's something we've got to adapt to. If, we, if we're going to take that step and close that gap as a program, then we've got to make sure that this environment here Wednesday night is top of the line. We're going to be on a national um, televised broadcast. So that means everybody from here to Japan is going to be able to see the herd. Everybody from here to Japan is going to be able to see Huntington and this community and how they support or don't support. Um, every recruit in the country is going to see how Huntington supports their uh, team. And I think it's one thing to come out on Saturday, right? That's what everybody does. Um, but it's another thing to sacrifice and come out on a Wednesday night with a little different schedule. Um, and I get it. You know, some people may not be able to get off work. I, I get that. Um, but if we're going to go where we need to go, these are the type of moments, these are the type of events that we have to capitalize on as a program, not just you know great product on the field. That's ultra important. I get it. Um, but as a program, if we want to make a statement, these are the couple of moments we got to capitalize on. Is this a moment you're going to be a part of to help capitalize? Or are you not going to be there? Text line 304-396-TALK. 304-396-8255. Are you going to capitalize on the moment like Coach Huff hopes you do? You're going to be there, You're going to show up on a Wednesday night on national TV, televised game, Marshall against the defending Sunbelt champs. First home game in the Sunbelt Conference. First league home game in the Sunbelt. Will you be there? Or are you not? 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. We'll get some of your reaction when we come back from break. It is The Drive on ESPN, 94.1 and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. 
Welcome back. It's The Drive. It's Thursday, October 6th on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I am Paul Swan. You can text me at any time during the program, 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. I also ask you to bear with me at times because sometimes I get your text in and I'm reading and editing on the fly, so I'm going to go with what we got coming in right now and let's go to the text line uh, this is regarding attendance the uh, texter said that if you put together a, a, a if you put a good product on the field the fans will show up but he pointed out or the texture pointed out i didn't mention the price of the tickets tickets are way overpriced how much would it cost a family to afford to attend a marshall game with inflation and these, basically the socioeconomic situation of the region, many families uh, don't have that much expendable income. Good point. What's the ticket price for a game? Can you afford to go to a game? Now, Marshall just eliminated lots of seating. Lots of seating that maybe could have been sold at a lower price, just went out. It's gone. It's been covered up with a tarp. So the capacity has been decreased. Now, the argument is that you weren't hitting those those numbers anyway as far as capacity is concerned. So you're improving the seating experience for those who do buy a ticket. There are some plans in the work. That would eventually displace people that were buying those seats. So you take care of them now. The project will come in the future. Is it going to be a gigantic scoreboard? Is it going to be a feature garden? Is it going to be a party area, party deck? Is it going to be a, maybe a new facility building? You know, if you thought about that, it could be a, a new facility building. It could be a new luxury suite. It could be a lot of things in that area. The, the options are, are vast. But ticket prices could be an option. So, you know, were ticket prices the option? You know, were, was that an issue when we looked at the attendance for Gardner Webb? Was it weather? I think so. Was it opponent? Well, I definitely think so. Marshall's on a two-game losing streak. It had a lot to play into it. Fans were let down after Notre Dame. Bowling Green deflated a lot of herd fans messed the weekend up and then the bounce back opportunity deflated the herd again so there were a lot of factors involved with that and then you come back on a Wednesday night Yeah, how can I afford to take my family to go see the game so a lot of people are watching games on TV it's not that the amount of herd fans decreased it's just the amount of herd fans that maybe can't afford a ticket that's a good point I, uh, I, I agree that ticket price is a factor. The economics, a factor. How how much does it cost to go to a game these days? If you live, I don't know, you, say, you live in Barbersville, you can drive on down. It's not that much of a haul. Quick, quick hop on I-64, you're right there. You live in Milton, you live in Wayne. It's not that not that hard. You live in Ironton, you live in Portsmouth, you know. Your mileage may vary, and that's a big issue there. 
you start getting further out, okay, how much does it cost to drive to Huntington? Do I want to do want to yeah, make the expense? And we're not making excuses for anyone. What we're saying here is it's expensive to go to a ball game. It's hard sometimes to go to a ball game. It's expensive. How many can you afford to go to? Those who are, are fortunate and able to, I mean, it's fantastic. It's great. For those who can't go, we still like to support the herd. And there it is on TV. There it is on TV. There's an opportunity there for you. Texter says that Marshall's no different than any other program. You have your core fans and the twenty to twenty-four thousand range, and I will, I will agree with that. Right, there's a core group always, for the most part, will be there. Sellout crowds is made of your casual fans and opponents' fan base. To get those crowds routinely, Marshall needs to win consistently at a championship level, and have a fun product to watch. Winning at a high level cures a lot of things. I agree. Winning at a high level cures a lot of things. It's hard to get a Cincinnati Bengals ticket now. Can't just walk up and get a Bengals ticket. Bengals went to the Super Bowl. Didn't win, but won everything else on the way to the Super Bowl. So now, a lot of expectations. People want to see the Bengals. There's a demand. Hard to get a seat. Season tickets increased. People want to see because the team's winning. Now, if this team wasn't winning, eh, be easier to get a ticket. For Marshall, there's a core group of fans. Yeah, win, lose, or tie. Win, lose, or tie. And then you have a lot of people who view this as, hey, this is entertainment. Oh, Marshall's playing App State. That should be a fun game. I think I'd like to go see that. Ooh, Marshall is playing Georgia Southern. That should be a fun game. Okay, for those of us who grew up with the Southern Conference as uh, as the league Marshall was in, that's going to be a fun game. For me, that's going to be a fun game. Ooh, Marshall's playing Gardner-Webb. Well, I, I might just listen to that. I'm going to listen to that one. i got other things to do. Yeah, it's nasty outside. I don't think I want to go to that one today. Valid points completely. 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. Paul Swan, your host. It's The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. We're taking Paul Swan everywhere. Download or subscribe to The Drive with Paul Swan on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's our final segment of today's edition of The Drive. It's Thursday, October 6th. For those of you that listen to us on demand, I appreciate that. If you can't always be with me live, we've got you covered. Our podcast page, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. That's where you're going to find the drive. We've been talking a little bit about Coach Huff getting set for Louisiana. Attendance has come up today. We are talking about how the attendance numbers were a little low for Gardner-Webb. A little. And how Coach has a, a high expectation of the fan base. Hopes to see a sellout crowd for every game. And outlined earlier why the 
the fan base needs to show up and support Marshall, especially on a, uh, a game where not that many eyeballs are going to be on different games. It's going to be, if you're looking for a game on a Wednesday night, well, you got Marshall, Marshall in Louisiana. Someone might check out the Sun Belt, heard good things about Sun Belt football, might want to check it out on a Wednesday night. And there's going to be a lot to compete with as far as time. What else is going on? Well, you've got Major League Baseball playoffs. That's going to be happening on a Wednesday. You've got college football uh, this weekend, so it's got to compete with baseball. Right now, the baseball playoffs probably are going to take a lot of people's interest uh, away from other things. I mean, if you're a college football fan, you're, you're in on college football. There's no – I'm a hockey fan, so I'm going to select hockey first and then all the other stuff. So I'll take hockey over – when it gets to the World Series – then it's it's a case by case basis. So if it was if I was a big baseball fan, I would take baseball over some of the other things because NBA is ramping up, NHL is about to get underway. So there are a lot of things that are going to distract people. So it's not going to be okay. There's only one game on TV. It's it's Wednesday night. All of the nation's going to be watching this one game. Well, that's not the case, but there will be a lot of people who watch the game, will tune in, and see what Marshall, Louisiana is about. People will bet. People who gamble, they'll be tuned in. And the crowd, if you look at the crowd, you're like, nobody's there. First thing, you look at a game, you see like an empty stadium, you think, nobody's there. How bad is this? Why isn't anyone there? And people on the outside don't don't care that you know maybe you can't afford a ticket or don't care that it's Wednesday night and you got other obligations. Or the team has had a little bit of bad luck. They're just looking and go, oh, nobody nobody cares about this game. Nobody, uh, they don't have any fans. There's nobody there for this. We shall see what happens. We've got a few days until this one. And, of course, if you're going to the game, don't forget. I'm going to be on Thunder Street, back on Thunder Street. Now, I don't know what exactly the configuration is going to be. So it might not actually be on Thunder Street proper. There will be some variation of Thunder Street. Don't hold me to this. I don't have the details just yet. But... There will be a stage. There will be the radio show. There will be musical entertainment. All of this prior to the start of the game. For those of you maybe able to come in and start getting set for football early, I will be there three hours before kickoff. There will be entertainment before the game. And then there will be the game itself. And then afterwards, I'll be back with you. To wrap it up, hopefully it's just going to be you and me talking about the win and you go home happy. If you don't go home happy, just remember, I am therapy for the Tri-State. That's going to do it for this edition of The Drive here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Thanks for being a part of our show. We do it every day except tomorrow because we got baseball action. Right, we've got baseball playoffs. We're going to be juggling a lot of games tomorrow between our station and and Cat Sports 93.3 and 13.40. So back on Monday. Stick around. Coming up tonight, 7.05. It's the Coach Huff Show. 
8 o'clock, we've got Thursday night football. You can't watch it on TV. You can't watch it on real TV anyway. You can only listen to it for free on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Have a great night, everyone. WRBC Huntington, W227BS Huntington, your flagship home of the Marshall Thundering Herd and The Drive with Paul Swan, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930.